we are so happy you're here tuning in to Kentucky Wesleyan College Campus Ministries. In this podcast, we dive deeper into chapel topics while having real conversations. Enjoy this week's recap. Hello and welcome to the Post Chapel Podcast on the campus of Kentucky Wesleyan College. The Post Chapel Podcast comes out of our campus ministry uh, on our campus, and we are so thankful that you are joining us for uh, another uh, episode or session um, after our uh, chapel, our weekly chapel service. Uh, we're thankful that you have joined us, and we hope and pray that this this discussion time, this kind of uh, break out after chapel type of discussion will be uh, beneficial to you. We are blessed today to have uh, three other people in studio uh, today uh, in addition to myself. Uh, my name is Sean Toms, Director of Campus Ministries here at Kentucky Wesleyan College, and and I'm going to ask uh, Wish uh, to introduce herself, and she produces uh, the Post Chapel podcast, and then Elizabeth and Logan are here, and uh, Logan's actually our chapel speaker uh yesterday and uh so i don't know when you're listening to this but on uh on uh our our weekly wednesday chapel service we've been covering how-to topics now for both of our semesters and yesterday uh was our how to develop uh godly relationships um and uh we we hope that you enjoy this time so i want to ask before we get into discussion ask them to kind of introduce themselves and then we'll go from there i wish i'll let you start and then we'll just go for uh, those who are listening in studio we'll go clockwise so you know how we're sitting ready go hello my name is wish reed um i produced the kd well, the post chapel podcast oh my gosh good morning guys <laughs> we record this podcast at 8 a.m yes okay. it is oh, a little after eight Fun and fact. bright-eyed and bushy-tailed not <laughs> and i'm <laughs> uh i'm a history and political science double major i'm a junior here at kentucky wesleyan college and uh, Elizabeth Burns, fun fact, is my roommate. Go, so go. We'll hit her next. <laughs> go. Hi, y'all. Um, I'm Elizabeth, um, which is roommate, as y'all will probably say. Um, um, let's see. I'm a middle education with math and special ed. I'm with campus, one of the interns here at Campus Ministries, and I'm in the band because I have band practice today. So, yeah. Ooh, go anything ahead, else? No. You don't do anything else? I mean, yeah. Fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. Uh, uh. Oh, we just got some baby turkeys in, so I'm super stoked about that. That's what I was waiting for, <laughs> baby turkeys. <laughs> Logan. I am. Uh, my name is Logan Lake. I, uh, as Sean said, was the speaker yesterday at chapel. I am a senior here at Kentucky Wesleyan College, graduate in December. I'm a religion major, Christian ministries minor. I'm in choir. All that jazz. Woohoo. Any baby turkeys, Logan? Nah. I know you live on a farm, dude. Nah. If I see turkeys, they, they ain't going to make it. Oh. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, Burns. I'm sorry. Burns. I'm sorry. Sad face. You're not allowed to to the farm now. Oh, my gosh. Don't you love Thanksgiving? Um, so, yeah. Uh, Logan, yesterday, uh, I, was, I was looking forward to the opportunity to be able to um, – hear you speak as a 
preaching intern. That's a new internship for Kentucky Wesleyan College and Campus Ministries, and the opportunity to be able to give our uh, preaching interns not only some Bible study opportunities uh, with our intern leaders, but also to be able to give them a chapel service for them to be able to uh, to speak uh, to their peers and to our campus and community. Uh, just just a. I just want to take the time to to praise God for for our leaders, um, for those who invest in our chapel each week, and also this extended ministry with the Post Chapel podcast that came out of students saying, "Hey, you know, we we understand." Uh, how chapel works and and the time frame that we're working in, but 33 minutes is not a lot, not a lot to be able to really dig in to what each topic is. And so uh, here here we are with the Post Chapel podcast, and uh, I want I want to thank each of you all for getting up this morning and investing um, in this opportunity to talk more about how to how to develop godly relationships. And uh, Logan, uh, the you gave us as we talked before we came on air and started recording. You you had uh, you had three <laughs> three quality points that God had given you about the you know how how those points can help us develop uh, godly relationships, make sure that our relationships with others are healthy, and then then you just threw in a bonus one there uh, that is that is so awesome. But I, mean, I actually had four all along. <laughs> I just said I got. Three. <laughs> well, it's it was a little bait and switch, and I and it and it worked because I was like, oh my gosh, there's three points, and then I got an extra one, and so <laughs> that was a that was an amazing strategy that you had there. Uh, so let's just let's just dig in with. Um, I mean, you you began by saying, are are you are you involving God in your relationships? And uh, that's I, I love I love how you started just right in with a direct question like Are you involving God in your relationships? And if not, why? Um, and I, one of the things that touched me and I don't know about Wish or or Elizabeth, but when you said God is the author of healthy relationships, that was that was a point that uh, I, I I wrote down and loved. Um, so anyone want to want to jump off with me there as far as God being the author of healthy relationships and then you know are we are we including God in our all of our relationships and why not in my uh last couple years of of life I'm I'm I don't know why I phrased it like that but okay. um my closest friends are the ones I've gained through Christ, like the ones who build me up, like to be more Christ-like. Like uh, Kobe Shrewsbury is literally my favorite human alive, and she's taught me so many things about being just a better person. Better than Burns, she's your roommate. I mean, I do other the, other than a roommate. No, I'm uh, just a glorified housekeeper. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, well, even me and Bernsey's relationship, we like we build each other up to go to church together. Like, yes. I brought her to my small group. Like, we we all like we build each other up in our relationship, and I think that's what makes us so strong. And also, uh, one of my my really best friends too, uh, 
she came to KWC and we used to go to travel together. And that was something like in high school, we went to high school together and we would have never known that we were really passionate about the Lord. Like we, like that was something that was secretly something that connected us. And we didn't know that, but going to travel together was the first time we really bonded. And when she, when she left school, we prayed together at chapel. And that was like one of the last things we did together. So I think it was like the time we had the altar call. Mm-hmm. That was, it yes. was, it was very, God really worked in magical ways there. So, mm-hmm. uh, I really do think every, every good relationship I've recently had has been truly connected through Christ. And I, I really pray that God continues to let that be a through line in my life. Yes. Good point. Burns. Okay. So honestly, I really liked how Logan pointed out that there shouldn't be like two sides of us, the church side and then the friends and family side. Like, I think there should be just like one all around side. Cause like, I remember there's, um, during the, um, chapel, the intern um, meeting this past Monday, um, he pointed out like, um, that we should be like reaching out and like, yes. um, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Um, um, praising the Lord and like um, spreading the word about God. Like, yes. That's literally what all Jesus did. And yes. some, I think people like sometimes just like uh, f- either forget it or they don't know it. Like I totally did not know that to be honest during the intern. So like it's like a brand new like idea of like if we know that like some friends and family are not like mm-hmm. uh, in church with us or not a church that we know, then mm-hmm. We should be like, hey, um, do you want to know more about my relationship with Christ and such? And then like go on from there. Yeah, the the Logan, when you said do all, and that was the key word in this phrase, do all our friends and all who are involved in our lives know who we belong to. Um, and what Burns is touching on is that that integrity piece that you that you mentioned that you know we we should be the we should have the same relationship with Jesus in my relationship with wish in my relationship with you there shouldn't be there shouldn't be a different relationship with Jesus depending on where we're at location wise or who we are with and so really the emphasis being on who we are with do all our friends do all of our relationships that we are in know who we belong to you want to touch on that a little bit more um i emphasized it um when i said god is the author of healthy relationships yes i think it might be tempting to say that god is the author of relationships there are some relationships out there well i mean he he created relationships (laughs) correct correct but what i mean by that is yeah, he created relationships between people, but because we're but it, sinful people that screw yes, things up, that's right. there that's are right. relationships you don't want yes. to credit God with. That's our own mess. Yes. yes. So yes. that's yeah. what I meant by that. Yeah. yeah. But God is 100% the author of healthy relationships the way he intended them, mm-hmm. um, not the way we tend to mess things up. Um but but yes, it's integrity through and through. Um, and, and most of the time, and I just thought it was an interesting way to start that that message and that encouragement around having healthy godly relationships um is just the whole thing around integrity like uh to to be a follower of jesus christ to be uh completely surrendered to god means that you surrender relationships as well and if you're not surrendering relationships, then you're not truly surrendering all. Um, and if you're a person of integrity, then when I when I 
go to visit Wish at work or if I see her in the classroom or the cafeteria or, uh, cafeteria or out on the weekend or Burns or, or you, Logan, like when and when you all find me, I should be the same person. And so you should your all of your relationships should be the same. And and when when others don't know the, what we believe in, that's a problem. It's a problem because it's a problem of integrity. Exactly. And uh, so uh, get, getting into uh, the points, you know, those three points plus the bonus one, <laughs> the extra one that we got. I really do like a bonus. Like I love yes, things. I do too. Oh my that was, gosh, that was a good thing. Oh my gosh, what I, I may use this from now on. I mean, it was the classic preacher three point sermon. And, and it was a really a four-point sermon, uh, you know, what a... It was always a four-point It was sermon. always all along, a four-point. It was along. a four-point. Do life together. Um, and you, you, uh, you talked about Proverbs 27, 17, which is all about us, you know, if, if our relationships are godly and healthy, then those relationships are going to sharpen us. They're going to make us better. As iron sharpens iron, so does one person sharpen another. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so within that, anybody want to touch on that? Logan had some sub points for that, uh, for that one. Oh, Tracy says that to me all the time. Like, if you guys go back to hear Tracy's. And happy, happy birthday to Tracy, by the <laughs> way. Happy birthday, yeah, Tracy. Happy birthday, Tracy. Yes, he's already sent happy birthday to himself. <laughs> yeah. So we are going to follow up by tagging tagging right on. He let me know yesterday ahead of time, so yes. uh, I was prepared well, for it this morning. So t- we're recording this on Tracy McGee's birthday. We should just call this Tracy McGee's yes. birthday podcast. <laughs> That's right. The Post Chapel birthday podcast. Exactly. And we, I've known Tracy since high school, and we truly are very, very sharpening people like we we tend to sharpen the people we're around because we don't i i don't love to see the people around me like settle for less than what they deserve and we deserve a lot like and we deserve these things because we are god's children so i continue to push people and tracy continues to push people that's something we're really known for and just imagine two people who push each other people pushing each other Mm -hmm. it is it is extremely sharp (laughs) my friendships have uh with him has like not only bettered my leadership but it's bettered me also as a person um like as the years go on and um you're continuing to sharpen Mm -hmm. each other like iron sharpens iron like um, I just only feel stronger, and I only feel well, sharper. And, and Logan said, sometimes when you try to sharpen each other, as iron <laughs> rubs up against each other, uh, there's sparks. So I'm sure each of us in in our lives have had people who who have God has used to help sharpen us that we've had issue with because, listen, sometimes I don't want to be sharpened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so when Wish comes at me with, hey, brother— we got to be better right here. I, there, sparks could fly because sometimes I don't want accountability. Or you maybe know? good sparks, like yeah, you, you have your better ideas because of somebody. A- absolutely, that's exactly right. Because sparks not necessarily a bad thing. No, Mm-mm. absolutely not. In a real sense of it, um, uh, when you're sharpening a blade. There's sometimes some bumps and scratches and little things you've got to smooth out, mm-hmm. and sometimes mm-hmm. there's things that you got to get away. Sometimes you just you're just refining what's already good there. So it's mm-hmm. it sparks are not a bad thing. That just proves that it's getting better. 
Mm-hmm. It, it shows that there's improvement. Exactly. It's getting healthier. Exactly. Um, it's it's when it's when you don't sharpen a relationship that it gets dull and useless and not effective. Yeah. So it's r- really good. And that's part of being accountable. And that's what you talked about, being accountable, serving one another and, and worshiping. Uh, that's the... I mean, that's how somebody, that's a, a piece of how someone knows who you are and who you belong to is, you know, do you do Jesus things together? You know, um, any, any points on any of that, Elizabeth? Well, I honestly want to go back to what Logan said, because, like, when we, like, sharpen iron and iron, then pretty much we're, like, helping each other, like, produce fruit a little bit better, mm-hmm. which I think is really important. You know, it's so funny. Uh, so last semester, I decided to write some index cards with some Bible verses, and one of them was actually Romans, which he had talked about, which I was really super happy about, because it's because like I always look at it every day, and I and I and it always says what what fruit will you produce for the Lord to harvest today? Mm. And mainly, maybe we'll think back to that, because like because right. like we're supposed like as like Christians, we're supposed to help build each other up and like produce more fruits with each other. Yes. So. How are we having a godly relationship if we're not sharpening sharpening ourselves and also helping each other produce more fruit yes. for the Lord? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyone, anything else before we, we move on from uh, – and I like how the, the, the point of doing life together, uh, you know, being accountable to each other as we do life, serving one another as we're living life together one day at a time, worshiping God together as we're doing life together, um, and and having being able to establish, as you said, you know, healthy boundaries within our relationships to to ensure that we we are living relationships of spiritual integrity, mm-hmm. um, and uh, part of part of doing life together, it comes to point two. Um, being able to forgive one another. Um, it, w- one of the issues I, and, and look like I, I'm, I'll, I'm older. I don't, I don't feel it, but I've been around a while and I met with someone yesterday. It was talking about the, just beginning their, their relationship with another person. And they, he's like, you know, we're, we're just, you know, a little over a month into this relationship. Well, a little over a month is just a little over 28 days, you know, just, and, I'm coming up on my 28th wedding anniversary. Ooh. So, uh, you know, I, I've, I've been married 28 years and he's in this relationship. That's a little over 28 days new. And I, I could, I could quickly, as he was sharing about this relationship, I immediately went back to 28 days into my relationship with my wife and how, Oh my gosh, it was how excited I was. I'm still that excited about my relationship with my wife because it, it grew in a healthy way. And I just think about how many times we have held each other accountable, how many times we have served each other, how many times we have worshiped together. And then how many times we have been really good forgivers of each other. Um, and, and if you would, Logan, share the quote from Anne Graham Lotz that you shared uh, after that point. From who now? Well, I said Anne Graham Lotz. That's that's Billy Graham's daughter, not oh, his okay. wife. Okay, yeah, okay, Ruth. Okay. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just confused for a second. Um, I um, I heard the quote from Billy Graham when he was 
not in person, I should clarify, um, but from a sermon I listened to him and he quoted his wife in this sermon. He said that uh, the, I think he said it differently than how I said it yesterday, but just a, um, a healthy union, a healthy marriage is too good for givers. Mm-hmm. And that's a paraphrase from what I said sure. uh, yesterday, but just any healthy relationship between two people is too good for givers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's simple, profound, and to the point. Um, you got two people that are doing life one together and beside one another. You're going to make mistakes. You've got to learn how to forgive one another. Mm-hmm. Wish is it hard to forgive? Oh, not for me. I, I don't know. I just live life like saying it's like I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So I might as well not hold a grudge. Like, I, like it's really hard for me like to not like it, it would be almost impossible for me to write someone off because I just don't I don't want that to happen for me. Sure. I'm very I'm very much like that. I have a, I have a friend that I consistently argue with all the time. But for some reason, we're still friends. Is it Burns? And it, no. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes that's Tracy. Sometimes it's like it's just we always forgive each other. Like, and I think my best friendships are the are the ones that like if we no matter if we disagree and we can still forgive each other and love on each other, then that's the most important thing. That's yeah. awesome. That's a great word. But you're like I know you a little bit. Like you're a justice seeker though. You like uh-huh. yes. you you want justice for people. So yeah. j- sometimes. J- Sometimes people who are champions for justice are not good forgivers. I know it's it's really I don't know why, but like I that's why I, I feel like I justice seek is because if you are like so down to be like oh not this person or mm-hmm. just someone that gets wronged and they're like I like I feel the need to go and write it for them mm-hmm. and I think it's important that people want just forgive on each other and especially even if they've done something wrong and you can't forgive them now just say i'm i'm trying to forgive you mm-hmm. just the act mm-hmm. of attempting that mm-hmm. forgiveness is effort enough for your heart like yep. and then one day you'll be able to forgive like it's not i'm i'm not saying it's 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 easy every time cuz some people really do you dirty and i totally get it yep. but ultimately nothing's ever that bad yep Nothing's yep. ever that bad where you can't forgive them because God gave us a heart of forgiveness. God gave us a heart of love and not forgiving is also not of Christ. And so. yeah, that's, it's a great point. Like if, if God can forgive all of our stuff, then why, why would we not? Why would you not forgive? That's exactly, exactly right. You, you think you better than him? No, mm-hmm. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Cause if you can do all that, yeah. Cause I do some messed up. Well, not, I don't do messed up stuff. But I, I, I do. It sounds like you just said you do messed up stuff. <laughs> well, we all, we all sin. Let me rephrase that. Well, we, all we do, sin. we do all sin. So, but, and we are thankful yeah. that God forgives. forgives. Mm-hmm. Logan, is it hard to forgive? For me personally, it's easier to forgive but it's harder to forget. Oh, yeah. Um, Preach again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I relate to wish with being a justice seeker with mm-hmm. like, that's right. You want to right wrongs. If there's something bad happened and it doesn't even have to involve you. If there's something between two people, you're like, hang on guys, hang on. You yep. want to be a peacemaker. I'm a natural peacemaker. And a lot of the times that will involve me taking on burdens that I don't, need but peacemaking and and justice seeking though you can there's a there's a distinct difference like i i'm a win-win person like i want to seek peace Mm -hmm. everywhere but 
some pe- some folks don't want peace. Yeah. Like they just want justice. Like they they are Old Testament folks. <laughs> like they want an eye for an eye, and they want if I hurt, they you know they want you to hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, or or it's just out of a heart for hey I don't want anybody to hurt. Mm-hmm. But sometimes out of out of standing up for the hurt in somebody else's life, you begin to take on unforgiveness because until that person pays for what they've done, like, you know, we just, it, it's a, forgiveness is for us to be free. Yes. Yeah. Yes. To, to live and enjoy the peace uh, that comes from God, the joy that comes from a relationship with God. To live in freedom requires a forgiving heart. Yes. So you got to be able to forgive. We talked about it in, um, my intro to ethics class, my first semester here with Dr. Gardner. Shout out to Dr. Gardner. He was at chapel yesterday as well. And he, it was at the end of the semester and he mentioned, um, I think the topic was, there was forgiveness talked about in this one class. And I mean, he just mentioned just harboring hate and Mm -hmm. dissension. Mm -hmm. I mean, you need to forgive people for yourself because mm-hmm. I mean yep. that will eat a person alive you need yep. to forgive them for them because that will kind of release them from maybe perhaps some guilt and shame um, but you, you've got to forgive for yourself as well and I mean I, I, I remember saying in that class I mean I want to forgive people because I know I've been forgiven that's right period there you and go grace is a two way street absolutely yeah absolutely it is um <laughs> You know, well, that's that's another topic for another day. But, you know, the grace and mercy that have been shown to us. Oh, my gosh. How can we not go and do that uh, in return for what we've been received? And that's where I begin to really go with some folks is, hey, like it's not my job to judge or convict you. That's, you know, that's God's job and the Holy Spirit's job. My job is to love you, but it's also to love you in speaking truth. And like if you if you can't forgive, uh, there's. There's a there's an issue there. There's you're a, you're in some danger. You're yeah. you're in a danger zone because your your relationship with God may not be as healthy as it needs to right. be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, hey, before we run out of time, we're gonna have to move on to uh, point three, which which I love, and it was about bearing fruit. Um, and in, you you talked about uh, Galatians five twenty two and twenty three, mm-hmm. and I thought it was pretty funny where you actually said, I don't know, it's somewhere somewhere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, somewhere in there in the Bible, uh, but uh, Galatians five t- uh, twenty two and twenty three. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. And against such things there is no law. Mm-hmm. Um, and the you know we if you're a Christian you've probably heard about the fruits of the spirit before. If you're not a Christian you've you know what it means to to talk about just be kind. You know there's signs yeah. everywhere. You know we know that we're supposed to love each other and we know that we should uh you know we should be self-controlled and and some people need need to to you need to be gentle with and you know we do strive to live in peace with one another. All those things like there's whether you're a Christian or not there's a concept of that. Mm-hmm. But I thought yesterday, 
Logan, you did a really good job of causing me to think about if you, you in developing healthy, godly relationships, it's a real simple test to be able to to look and go, hey, in my relationship with Wish or in my relationship with my you know, family members or my, I said family members. Family. Did you hear that? Family. I said my family, family members. Member. <laughs> I think uh, I'm rubbing in off my rela- Yeah, I know. <laughs> little Mead County coming in there. Uh, but, you know, you talked about the opposites of the fruit of the Spirit. Like if your relationships with other people include hate, if you're in desperate circumstances in a relationship, if there's turmoil or impatience, if you, if there is rudeness in your relationship with someone else, if there's some wickedness and unfaithfulness going on, you know, brutality and recklessness, like those are direct opposites of the fruits of the spirit. So look, it's it's kind of a simple test right here for a healthy relationship is to say, okay, which one? Yep. Well, my relationship with God, my relationship with Burns, my relationship with my professor, my coach, my roommate, my this, my that. Like, is it, am I bearing, what kind of fruit am I bearing in this relationship? And if, you're, if your relationship is not laced with love and joy and peace and patience and self-control and all of the fruits of the Spirit, like, you don't have a healthy relationship with someone, Um I just think is an excellent point about applying almost here's here's an easy litmus test, mm-hmm. you know, for your relationships. Yeah. Bing, 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 bing. I really like how, um, Logan, you also pointed out saying that we have to bear the fruit of the spirit, which I think is like really important, too, because like it's that little voice inside your head saying, hey, go to that person. Go check in on them. And it's that also that little tug in your heart and your, for me, it's my stomach. I don't know why. It's always <laughs> like a big tug. It's like, no, don't do that. That's not good. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like, you know, like, like as Christians, we should like plant that like little seed mm-hmm. through the spirit because like even mm-hmm. the tiniest mustard seed can mm-hmm. grow into something really big as mm-hmm. the Bible would say. Mm-hmm. Somewhere mm-hmm. in the Bible would say somewhere somewhere <laughs> in the, somewhere in the Bible it says. Say. But you're you're right. Those those seeds of love, and joy, and peace uh, that we we plant when we're patient with someone, mm-hmm. when we're when we are we are faithful even when they are not faithful. You know, um, to be gentle when the tendency may be, you know, you know, hard hard hardcore Old Testament you know is is not gentle uh is usually not grace filled um being saying what we want to say uh can really damage a relationship mm-hmm. um and having the self control to hold the tongue yes. when you know when all the emotions and some people would say well you're justified you you, you should be able to say that Mm. Not always. Not always. We no. can, we should be able to say something, but is it meaningful? Like, is it does it actually mean anything to you, or does it like does it make it okay for you? Like, and and a selfish you, not a not right. a meaningful That's you. Right. That's right. Well, it's what you're going to say to to Burns's point when you respond to something. It's going to be fruitful. It's just what kind of fruit yep. Yep. is it, it going to be? Yes, it's the anti-fruit. 
I've never heard that before. No, I no, it has to be the, the is it going to be the sour fruit with all the worms inside of it or planting seeds of anti-fruit. <laughs> anti-fruit. Here's yeah. a little here's a hate seed and here's a wickedness seed and here's a seed I of impatience. Does I've these fruit have those. thorns on them since they're anti-fruit? Mm-hmm. They're, they're like thorny. The, they're like dragon fruit that are <gasps> really wicked. Stop, but the dragon fruit's so cute. Okay, so uh, as we as we close up, we Logan some sum up our our bonus point of being <laughs> sacrificial because we're out of time coming from John fifteen thirteen. That somewhere. is the that's somewhere in the Bible. Yeah, uh, yeah. somewhere somewhere. Uh, John's somewhere in the New Testament. Being sacrificial that is we see in culture and pop culture and just world that we notice. Um, it touches a heart uh, in a different way, even in like a secular movie in different stories or whatever, when there's a sacrificial element to it. Mm-hmm. And that means something a little bit different for the world, aside from Christianity, aside from knowing Christ. A sacrifice speaks differently. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I want to say in those moments to those people who um, they're modeling Christianity and they don't even know it, I'm like, it all came back. We all know and are aware and conscious of sacrificial moments, and it it hits people differently. And the reason for that is because John tells us there's no greater love mm-hmm. than to give one's life for their friend. Yep. It there's something different about that, and Jesus modeled that to perfection, and he modeled the fruits of the spirit when he of all people could have come right down off that cross. He could have brought a legion of angels. He could have done everything in his power and he would have been completely justified. Right. He would have been completely justified in doing that. Jesus could have been the ultimate justice seeker and just said, no, you all get what you deserve. Yep. He's like, well, I'll see y'all next time. Like, <laughs> like in the next episode. <laughs> but but Jesus is Jesus is the perfect model. Exactly. And yeah. it's like we don't uh, we can't be all junior Jesuses, but we can all at least attempt. We're we're, yeah. we're trying. We're trying. We, we're trying. We bear the name of Christ in the name of Christian. So yes, that, no. should, that should be the goal. We bear the image of God. So yep, yep. yep. We we're we all image, cute. Yep, image bears. Image bears. Hey, I, like I we're out of time. I appreciate so much uh, you all investing in the in the podcast. And you know, if you're not living sacrificially, if you're not living in healthy relationships, like if you're a person right now both whether you're you know you're college age or younger you're you're an adult mature adult and you've had many many relationships in your life and but what we all need to evaluate whether our relationships are healthy whether they are they are spiritually uh, led um, whether they're godly whether they're healthy and we know that by whether we have accountability within those relationships and they're serve we're serving each other and there are relationships where we're sharpening one another and you know within your relationships with other people uh, are are they good forgiving relationships where you can forgive and you can be forgiven and then what kind of fruit are you seeing in your relationships and then you know to the, you know the bonus one is is John fifteen thirteen like mm-hmm. they're sacrificial 
like because my relationship's healthy, I, I am willing to sacrifice something that I want for the sake of Wish, for the sake of Burns, for the sake of Logan, um, because we love each other. Uh, and we should love it, others in the same way that we were loved. And so if, if you're not in a healthy relationship or if your relationship could uh, be healthier with someone, uh, we encourage you to ask God to show you how to how to change that uh how to improve that and um if we can help you in any way we would be honored to do so and you can connect to us through our our web page uh, on our website you can just go to kwc.edu and click on campus ministries and our contact information is there we'd love to pray for you if we could and uh or if there's anything that we can do to resource you we would be honored to do that and so um logan thanks for for the word that god spoke through you Mm -hmm. thanks for being obedient to to serving and uh wish thanks for producing today and burns thanks for investing uh in the podcast today and thank you for listening and uh, all god's people said Amen. amen